Hi, Tia here. Welcome back to another episode. Today's podcast will include student advice and cooking with me. But before we get into that, let me just say that the fact that we are in school during an ongoing pandemic is crazy. But just because it's crazy doesn't mean we have to act crazy ourselves. Behave yourselves, guys, especially those who are in college. Some schools are doing online learning, but for those who aren't and are surrounded by other students, you need to take precaution where you roam around on campus. Please wear your mask and make sure you're being clean. Now that that lecture is over, let's move on to tips. Three tips for writing a great essay. A big part of school is writing. It's better to write your essay a few days in advance. I like to start my essays five to three days prior to the due date because it gives me more time to write it. When I say it gives me more time to write it, I mean I would write a little and then wait a day later to go back to it. My serious writing happens in the beginning. I get all the knowledge in on paper and then day two I put it all together take a break on day three and then read over it and correct and finalize it on day four and then read over it again and then turn it in on day five if there's any issues I have another full day to fix it all until it's due Tip number one, do not be lazy. Just know whenever it comes to writing, you have an audience. Doing too much of the same thing can be annoying to your reader, so try to look out for words you may repeat throughout the paper. Contractions will be a burden on you, especially if your professor or teacher dislikes them. Many will tell you beforehand, but most will just go on with the grading process and mark off for it. Try to use as little contractions as you can. Type out words instead of shortening them, and I can tell you it will help on word count as well. Another feature that could help with word count can be conjunctions, also known as fanboys. Or, and, nor, but, or yet so. They are the glue that can hold your sentences together. Here's an example. I went to the mall, I didn't eat food. That's lazy. This one's better. I went to the mall, but I did not eat any food. That's a little better. Or you could do, I went to the mall, but I did not get to eat food. Tip number two, two and two, T-O and T-O-O. I'm not making fun of anyone who messes these up. I am helping those who simply misunderstand the difference. I understand it's hard to distinguish between certain English words, 
Some people do not know the use of one versus the other, but for me, it's just spelling. We just need to work on our usage. It is better for us to get it right the first time than to have word tell us it's wrong. It takes up too much time, T-O-O, when you have to right click and pick the right word that you need. Let's face it guys, we are always on a deadline when it comes to papers. Before we even start writing, just look up words and phrases you think that you need help with. And whenever it comes to writing your paper, you'll have some things to choose from. So if you are not sure which one to use, then substitute it for another word. So here are some examples. Um, I go to the store too much, which is T-O-O. Or if you don't know which two to use, then just go with, I go to the store a lot. And then there's another one, another example. I want to go to the store too, T-O-O. Or you can do, I also want to go to the store. Tip number three is personality. So when I correct a friend's paper, I make sure to look for that one thing that looks like they copied and pasted. Do not rush through your writing either because if you turn and rush work, then you've wasted your time even typing in the first place. Professors and or teachers will see right through that and not take the rest of the work seriously. Presentations is everything and what you bring to the table will impact the rest of what you bring later. Yes, professors and teachers compare work, so try to be that one person they choose to compare everyone else's work with. Try to be the teacher's copy because once you are, then you can only go up from there. Schedule, schedule, schedule. Make sure you are organized because that will save you when it comes to due dates. I get an agenda every year and I'll confess, I stop following it halfway through the semester because I forget to actually write the due dates down. Before your classes get compact, look for each one scheduled due dates, grab an agenda and write them down. Add it to your calendar on your phone, laptop and email. Preparation in the beginning will save you a lot of anticipation during the semester. You'll know when things are due, questions won't be wasted on things that were given to you in the start of class. Don't be afraid to ask questions, just don't ask the obvious ones that were already given to you. Don't be afraid to go ahead of the class because that'll help you a lot of rushing through material whenever finals come. Compare prices when looking at textbooks and do your research on if you actually need the textbooks so you don't waste money on buying it. And after syllabus day, then you buy the textbooks. Entertainment.
Entertainment of the Week. So we're going to make Alfredo. The ingredients that you need is onions, olive oil, salt, fettuccine noodles, chicken tenderloins, broccoli, Alfredo sauce, and garlic. So the number one rule that I've learned from my mom is to make sure your meat is cooked first or in the process of being cooked first. So since we're going to use the stovetop, the chicken will be done a lot faster. Um, so it won't take that long for it to cook. Um, so we're going to first make sure that you have some soap and water to make sure you wash your hands while you're doing with the raw chicken. So fill up your sink halfway with dish soap and a little bit of Clorox and make sure that is the sink away from the food. After you made the soap water, um, you are going to dry your hands, obviously, and then get your ch chicken tenderloins and put it in a bowl with white vinegar and then you put that on the side and let it sit. After you wash your hands in the dish soap, you're going to get a cutting board and chop your onions. You can dice it or slice it, your choice. And then after that, you get a nice sized pot for your noodles. So depending on the package, it'll tell you how long the noodles needs to be in the boiling water. So you add water to the pot and a pinch of salt and set that on the back eye on your stove at medium or five and then you're gonna let that boil before you put that before you put the noodles in now we're going to get a skillet and add olive oil to it and the chopped onions and set the pot to medium or, or five, depending on your stove. And then now you're going to take the tenderloins out of the vinegar and chop it up. Make sure you pour the vinegar out in the opposite sink of the dishwater and then set the bowl in the dishwater. Um, after you take the, ch you chop the chicken, take the chopped chicken and add it to the onions. Um, and then set all of the chicken on one side. Make sure it's even, because you're gonna flip it over later. Um, and then put the cutting board in the dishwater and make sure you wash your hands before you move on. Now your water for your noodles should be boiled. Um, add in your noodles to the set time um, that you are supposed to, um, that the package says. Um, mine for the fettuccine noodles is 12 to 13 minutes, but if you choose to, new to use other noodles, then you can. Um, after you put the noodles in, you grab a nice sized pot for your broccoli or whatever vegetables you choose to use. Um, and then add some salt in there as well and add some water, a little bit of water. I don't know why, I, I use water. Um, but add a little bit of water with your vegetables, your frozen vegetables. And then um, set that on the back eye um, 
opposite to the noodles and make sure it's on five or medium. Um, next, you're gonna get another smaller pot though. Smaller pot for your Alfredo sauce and add a little bit of water just cause, I don't know, I do that. Just add a little bit of water to it um, and put in, make sure it's the smallest pot and then put it on the smallest eye, the last eye and put it on medium or five and check on your chicken because one side should be done by the time you do all that stuff so one side should be done and then you flip it over whenever it's ready and then once your chicken is cooked on that one side um, and you flip it over uh, you make sure you make sure it's even so after you do that um, clean the opposite sink that you poured the vinegar in and you add the drainer to that so that whenever your noodles is done you can put the noodles in the drainer in the sink so once the 12 to 13 minutes is over or however long your noodle says then you pour the noodles in the drainer um, and then you turn off your alfredo sauce because it should be done in 12 to 13 minutes probably less than that and then you check on your broccoli because it's not going to be completely done because it's frozen so you have to like make sure it's cooked all the way and not cold so you keep the eye on for your broccoli but you take the eye off for the alfredo sauce and you pour the noodles in the drainer and you take off the eye for the noodles and you take off the eye for the alfredo sauce after you do that, then you add the noodles to the alfredo sauce in the skillet. You add both to the skillet. And then you mix them all together. The alfredo sauce, noodles, chicken, onions. You mix all that together. You add some garlic to it. And then um, after you mix it up, and then whenever your broccoli is done, then you add your broccoli. And you're done. Okay, so I'm not a chef. So that explanation was probably like confusing to you, but if you got it and you made this meal or are planning on making this meal, let me know. So here's a continuation of episode three. Um, I'm gonna read this poem. It's called, Do You Dream? Do you dream? I lay awake at night, not sleeping. I'm trying to think of a story to start my dreaming. It's the same one every night. I never get to actually make it a dream of mine. Dreams are hard to start. You don't just fall asleep on the spot. Old people have it easy. Maybe with practice, it'll be easy too. What else am I supposed to do? Dream the same story? At least try to. Think, not dream. Because a dream isn't just a thing. 
it's usually lost once sunrise is found, is profound to remember every dream. So you make it up like a song, but you only have one to play. You can't pick the one you to remember because the rest has gone away. Away, where though? I don't know. If a dream is what you wish, then why can't it be fixed? I ask you this. Do you remember your dreams? They say you have seven and nine. Is that right? Or is it might? Might have seven. We don't know. It's a random odd number to show, so. Like I said, I lay awake at night not sleeping, but believing in my stories, not dreams, that have no motive. Okay, so if you don't have a dream, how can you have a dream come true? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. That quote was Henry Ford. My point is, we all dream, whether it's a nightmare or filled with butterflies. It happens. Don't be afraid to face that dream and do what you love. Remember, fear will overtake you if you let it. School is here. Good luck. Don't lose sight of who you are because only you can be the best you can be. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it because I enjoyed making it. Please don't forget to follow, add, subscribe to catch the next one. Stay blessed and remember to be the best you can be. Until next time, have a nice one.